the MLS Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. We're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll. $250 cash and a $250 gift card to the winner. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. It's finished at Sunderland. Manchester United have done all they can. That Rooney goal was enough for the three points. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! All right. World Cup time, Nick. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's go. Nick and I are today we're going to be doing uh, I believe it's match day three, match day four and another pod here in a, in a bit. But uh, it is right before the first game of the FIFA World Cup. Qatar versus Ecuador. Uh, Nick and I are beyond pumped. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm drinking some coffee, getting amped up to watch Qatar, Ecuador, two teams I would otherwise never watch or care about. <laughs> uh, but that's the beauty of the World Cup. It's crazy, too, because like when you think about it, every game matters. When you cap yeah. these games, it's like one loss and it could derail, you know, an entire country's hopes of advancing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't I'm excited to see how these two teams come out and play, you know, are they conservative? Are they aggressive? Um, yeah. You know, are they just going to kind of feel each other out for the first 45, but yeah, I I'm think, definitely pumped. Yeah. And I know this, and this probably will come out, you know, after this game takes place, but uh, I, I, I think Qatar sits back. I think Ecuador goes for it, uh, but it'll be interesting to see it with the, uh, the paid to play rumors of, uh, <laughs> The Qatarans, Qatarians, however you say it, paying the Ecuadorians. We'll see. It'll be fun. I'm excited. All right. So today we got uh, Tuesday, November 22nd matches on deck. Let's start off with everyone's, uh, some of people's co-favorites. I know it might be one of your co-favorites for the tournament. Argentina against Saudi Arabia. Argentina minus 625 favorites. Saudi Arabia plus 1700. The draw is plus 650. Uh, Nick, Argentina has seen over two and a half goals in the last three, three World Cup games. However, when you look at those types of stats, they came four years ago. Um, they finished runners-up in Colmembo. Uh, they qualified behind Brazil. They didn't lose. I mean, there's no way Saudi Arabia even touch Argentina. I think Argentina easily win uh, two, three, nothing here. The Saudis did finish top of their group in qualifying. Uh, it's their sixth World Cup. Messi and company, I think, should go off here. Um, I like Argentina on the spread at minus two, um, minus 110. It's not the great greatest odds, I know. Um, I just don't think Saudi Arabia put up a goal. Um, a couple other smaller parlay, not parlay, but smaller uh Props, gimmicks, you, if you want to say. I like correct score, 2 nothing Argentina at plus 370. I also like the correct score, Argentina, 3 nothing at plus 440. And and I did something I never do, and I did a uh, a prize pick. Uh, hey. Now, I don't even know if you call it a prize pick if it's only one person. Uh, I did Lionel Messi over one and a half shots on goal. Just because, you know. I don't know. I was hesitant. I was like, "What's that? On, what's that on the books? Do you know?" Minus one, minus one forty. Okay, so minus one forty to get 
two plus shots on goal. Well, one, well, yeah. So just usually, yeah, yeah. Usually books have like two plus. So if he gets two, it's oh. the same thing as over one and a half. Yeah, that makes so, sense. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, was kind of like I, you know, I never. I know you're the prize picks guy in soccer and probably other sports, and I just never do like, um, you know, stats like that. So, uh, but I was just like, I, I was, I was interested in taking either Messi or Di Maria for the over shots. And I just felt like I needed to go with my boy Messi. Uh, so yeah. I'm curious to hear what you think. But my official play, I guess, for all those listeners, Argentina minus two at minus 110. Yeah, that's a good play. I like that one. I mean, Argentina should really cruise in this game. Um, I don't feel like it's going to be high scoring, but it's probably going to be Argentina win, you know, to nil or whatever. So um, I got two plays that I'm kind of on. Um, I'm going to go light the first, probably first week of world cup just to get a feel for everything. Oh, that's super smart. I'm going extremely light. I'm yeah. freaked out about every game. <laughs> so the two I like are Argentina minus one first half at plus plus one thirty, And then I also nice. like Argentina to win an under three and a half at minus minus one twenty five. Okay. Um, so those are two plays I'm kind of leaning towards in this match. I just went back and kind of looked at, uh, Saudi Arabia's past couple opponents and what they've done. Um, you know, like in World Cup qualifying, they beat Australia one one nothing. Um, they tied China one one. They lost to Japan two nothing. Um, they lost to Monaco one nothing. Um, they lost to Jordan back in two thousand twenty one or yeah twenty twenty one one. So just they have really haven't played anyone to any close to caliber yeah. of Argentina. So, you know, with Messi and Martinez and Di Maria, um, you know, I'm, I, I'm also excited to see what starting 11 Argentina put out there. Um, you know, a lot of people I had given out Di Maria over one goal for the World Cup. Um, and a lot of people were saying that he wasn't going to be starting. Um, but huh. I, I believe he starts. I think he starts probably like right mid or attacking mid. Um, so, hey. yeah. Argentina to me is the play in this one, whether you go full game spread, half, first half spread. I think it's going to be a three nil type game. Yeah, I agree. Argentina put the pedal to the metal in this one and poor Saudi Arabia, a tough start to the world cup playing Argentina. Yeah. Uh, and it's an early one. You got to get up, up early for this one. <laughs> oh yeah. It's a, it's a 4 a.m. 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Eastern 5 a.m. At 5 a.m. Eastern. Holy yeah. moly, that's that's early. <laughs> See, I don't like how they I don't like how the scheduling works though. Um, not even just the 4 a.m. Well, that's annoying, and I get it because it's like in Qatar, so like you can't really do a lot about. You know, obviously when it was in Russia, it was similar kind of sentiment. But like the next game on the slate is Denmark Tunisia, right? But Denmark Tunisia are in Group D, uh, so you would think it would be like. Group C, Group C, but it's like Group C, Group D, Group C, Group D in terms of like the scheduling, which is like yeah. annoying. So we'll stick with, uh, you know, like on my sheet, I have Denmark and Tunisia, but we'll stick with uh, Group C just because we talked about Ar- Argentina and Saudi Arabia. Uh, I think this one is a little more intriguing and probably a little bit more competitive. Um, we go to Mexico and Poland. Uh, I am actually excited to watch this one. I feel like just being close proximity to Mexico, we do. Um, see them a little bit more than probably some other national teams. Um, 
So Mexico are plus 175 favorites, Poland plus 185 underdogs. The draw is plus 200. Um, basically the books have it almost as a, as a game. Uh, so I like over two minus 120. Uh, I, I really do. Uh, I also like both teams to score at about even money. If you want to pick a side, I'm leaning a little towards Mexico. Um, so three of the last four meetings between these two teams have seen at least two goals scored. Granted, take what that stat for what it's worth because, you know, some of those stats could be from 2004 when these teams played the last four times. Uh, I think this is going to be a tight affair. Um, I think the over hits, I just don't see, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Lewandowski scores, um, potentially even two goals. Um you know, Mexico will come into this game knowing that the group stage advancement is no longer the goal. Um, they need to get the monkey off their back of moving past the six, the round of 16. Uh, so I don't think they overlook Poland. Uh, but, you know, I do think Lewandowski taking for, for Poland. Um, Mexico, to me, just has a bit more depth um, than the Polish players. Uh, and I think they'll be able to handle the elements a bit better. So ultimately, the reason I picked over two is I just feel like both these teams know that um, Argentina are the clear favorites. Argentina are going to win this group. Uh, and that makes this game this early on feel like a must win. Um, so that makes me feel like both teams are really going to go for it. And uh, I think we get at least two, maybe three goals. What are you thinking? Yeah, this one was tough. Um, I got two plays again that I'm kind of leaning towards. Um, Mexico draw no bet at minus 110 and both teams to score at I don't know. You could find it anywhere from like, I've seen it like plus 110 to even money. Um, I, we had talked about in like the group stage podcast, you know, who we thought was going to be coming out of this group, obviously Argentina. And then, you know, I, I had said Mexico, um, just trusting their experience um, over Poland. And I just feel like they have the better attack versus Poland. Obviously, Poland have the better player in Lewandowski, but, um, you know, Mexico to me just has a little bit more firepower, a little bit more skill up front um, and in the mid. So they recently just play, played a friendly versus Sweden. Um, they lost two to one, but not all their starters actually started. Um, a lot of them came in the second half um, and looked good. They I, I kind of looked at the stats for the second half and kind of tried to find some highlights of the second half. And um, I just feel like Mexico is the better side all around. They have yeah. more depth. You know, Poland's really does rely on Lewandowski. Like, I mean, yeah. that's it. You it's know, like they, Senegal and Mane. Yeah. I mean, they just lean on him so hard um, and for good reason. Um, so for me, it's, you know, I want to be on the Mexico side in this one. It feels like, it feels like it could either be like, a 2-2 game or like a 1-1 game you know it's either going to be like yeah. really open fast pace or it's going to be really slow methodical um type match feel each other out no one wants to give up you know any points in this one so yeah i'm, I'm leaning mexico draw no bet at minus 110 and both teams to score nice yeah okay we're on the same play there i like that i i uh was just looking at some odds for this isn't really relative um you know a majority of the people will listen to this after this game, which obviously it's not going to come out till um, <clears throat> later today or tomorrow. But right now, uh, Ecuador is up to minus 180 for draw no bet, uh, which, you know, 
don't know. We'll see, man. That yeah. seems kind of fishy. That's a big, big, uh, big change. I got him at, uh, I got him at draw no bet. I think last week when I was capping these game at like minus one thirty five. It was early yeah. on though. It was at least a week ago, and now they're at minus one eighty. Uh, but I think that's because, I mean, this morning when I woke up, a majority of Twitter that I saw was like Ecuador money line, Ecuador, Ecuador, Ecuador. So, right. I mean, I would say. You know, obviously this isn't a live show or anything, but you know, if you can find a decent price to sprinkle on Qatar, you know, in two days, Nick, uh, when we do our next pod, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we may be uh, coming back to talking about how uh, wasn't the worst bet, but yeah, no, man, I, I think I think Mexico get it done. I think, um, like you said, Poland is. The Lewandowski show and similar to Senegal, if that person isn't performing, it's going to be real tough. And I just think Mexico have the the higher quality team, larger long. I was going to say larger depth. That doesn't make sense. Uh, more depth in their squad. Uh, I think it's a really good to take a break to listen to our sponsors. Ready to win money and boost your odds? Well, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100 and win to $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know what he sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by the SGPN World Cup Free Roll. $250 cash and $250 gift card to the winner. And an app. Make sure that we on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN merch store. SGPN gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the DJ in your life. I really like my new Eagles fly high hat. Uh, big Eagles guy. I'm not even from Philadelphia, but that's okay. Plus now, until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use the promo code DALLASSUCKS. That's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Promo code D-A-L-L-A-S-S-U-C-K-S. That's Dallas Sucks. All right, Nick. Thank you for that, and uh, we will get going. Cool. We will get going back on this uh, group. Well, I guess it's Group C and Group D trend. Um, We have two games left, and let's go back to what I thought was going to be the next game we talk about, but uh, obviously FIFA likes to make things more difficult. It's (laughs) Denmark and Tunisia. Um, I will let you start off after I give the odds, Nick. It's Denmark minus 215 favorites, Tunisia plus 600, the draw plus 330. Yeah, this one, um, I don't know a ton about this Tunisian side. Um, You know, just going back and looking at, once again, some of the opponents that they've played, um, no one to really the level of Denmark that they're going to see in this match. Um, they did beat 
Egypt back in 2021, 1-0. Egypt didn't have Mane in that match, though. Um, But, like, aside from, like, 2022, I mean, they played Nigeria, Gambia, you know, Mali, just, you know, very unpopular teams. And now they're going to be, you know, against a Denmark side that I think is really strong. Um, So for me in this one, I'm going Denmark minus one at minus 120. I just think it's um, just a safe bet for this match. Uh, Worst case scenario to me, it's a push. Uh, But I think Denmark win this game. It's just, you know, do they win by one? Do they win by two? Uh, But I I do think they take this game. Um, They just have more talent, uh, better players. Um, You know, know, they've looked good at times, Denmark, that is. Um, You know, they... They beat France uh, in the Nations League to nothing, but then they went and lost to Croatia two to one, um, and then they go come back. They beat uh, Austria two nothing. Um, they actually beat France twice uh, in the Nations League. They beat Serbia in a friendly three nothing. So I mean, they have the talent to definitely beat the top tier teams. And obviously, first game they're going to want to get points. Yeah. Um, they're definitely the better side here. So. Yeah, minus one at minus one twenty just looks like good number to me. This isn't that hard when we're on the same uh, same play. That's my top play as well. Denmark minus one at my minus one twenty. I everything you said is, you know, um, I think some people have Denmark going a little bit further uh, than I personally would. I saw some people having Denmark maybe in the semis. I don't know about that. I mean, I definitely think they're a dark horse per Senegal as my kind of dark horse, but the more and more I look at the Denmark squad, I'm like, they have some legit players, and I feel like they're a team similar to Qatar. They're almost like a an amplified Qatar in that in the sense that I feel like they've the squad has played together for so long and their national team really hasn't changed. It's too bad, you know, we don't get to see Holland in this World Cup because he's like at the top of his game. But I feel like in four years at you uh when we host the world cup in the united states with mexico and uh canada holland is going to be holland and he's he's norwegian right yes holland and norwegian are going to become the new poland i think in the sense that so much emphasis is on one player the rest of the squad is kind of decent but you know kind of how poland is now because i think hall and who knows in four years there's a good chance Norway doesn't even make the World Cup. Anyways, we're not talking about either of those squads. Uh, the last time these two teams squared off, Denmark won. However, that was in 2002. Uh, so we can't take too much from the head-to-head match. Um, Denmark have drawn their last three World Cup matches. Uh, they've seen under two and a half goals in, four, in their last four World Cup matches. Tunisia, though, have seen over two and a half in five of their last six World Cup matches. Uh, Denmark, I think, are expected to qualify. Um if they want to do that, though, they, uh, you know, they'll probably lose to. Uh, see, man, it's just like who's in their group? I'm like, France, France, France. Uh, yeah, France, Australia, Denmark, Tunisia, France, Australia. Yeah, they'll they'll lose to France most. Well, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I could very well see that being a draw as well. Well, that's um, what I'm saying. I mean, Denmark beat France in Nations League. Yeah, so twice. I think the, yeah, dude. I think I think Group D. There's a really good chance. And with the injuries to France, yeah, I mean they're I mean they're decimated by injuries um, right now. So, and I think the interesting point about this one too is Denmark. Like this game is important, but unlike some of the other games, it doesn't feel like a must win. 
Denmark's going to beat Australia and Tunisia. And to be honest, if they don't beat one of those teams, that may be fine because let's say they tied France. Tunisia, I think neither of them beat France or Denmark. So I think this is a little bit of a... Um, I, I still think Denmark, though, come out playing well, uh, wanting to get the W. I also like Denmark team total over one and a half. It's kind of juiced a little bit at minus 130, but uh, you know we'll take what we can get there. So the last game of Tuesday, November 22nd is some teams we just spoke about France and Australia, France minus 360 favorites, Australia plus 900 underdogs, the draw plus 475. All right. So I'm taking France on the spread again, minus one and a half minus 130. It's not my favorite play just because I'm a little concerned. I, I want to light uh, bet light kind of like you were saying uh, until I see one rosters two, how teams play in this environment. Um, so I think maybe a little bit more of a smarter bet that I like, I like France to win one nothing, two nothing, or two one at plus one sixty. Um, France have won six of their last seven World Cup matches. It makes sense they won the World Cup in twenty eighteen, so you kind of have to go on a little bit of a run in order to win the World Cup. Uh, so six out of seven is no, not strange at all. Uh, they've beaten Australia the previous two meetings. I think France, the French, are overwhelming favorites in this match. Um, you know, no Benzema. That news came out, which really sucks. Um, I still think France, France, geez, France are strong enough to top this group without Benzema. I think it does dim kind of their like long-term projections in the tournament. Uh, Australia have failed to make it out of their group in their last three. Um, be able to handle Australia. I don't know where to go, to be honest. Um, yeah, so. I think probably I'm shifting more of my focus on France to win uh, one nothing, two nothing, or two one. The spread at minus one and a half scares me, especially with no Benzema. Um, you know, you're 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 a guy. Uh, I know you're a Benzema fan, Nick. So maybe you could fill us in as to who's probably going to start in his place. Would it be Griezmann, or uh, is Griezmann already most likely starting? I, I mean, I think it's going to be Giroud, honestly. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, where is he playing nowadays? Isn't it? Isn't he, he's at Milan. I was gonna say Syria. AC, yeah. yeah, but he's in top form right now. Yeah, um, I would. That's who I would be starting um, in Benzema's spot with Mbappe up top there. Um, but yeah, for me in this one, it's France to win and under three and a half at minus one twenty-five. The only thing I'll give um, Australia in this one is that you know we talked about this in the um, in our group stage pod that they're very organized team, especially on the back end. I think they give France some fits, um, probably kind of, um, you know, get them discouraged maybe a little bit if they have trouble, you know, finding the net early um, or even in the first half. So I still think France win this game. I think they dominate possession. Um, I think it's, you know, most of the time spent is going to be on, you know, in Australia's side of the side of the pitch. So, I, I think it's going to be a two nothing if France do concede. I, you know, they've been known to concede just an ugly goal or that one chance that they give up, um, you know, especially in Nations League. That's what it looked like to me. They just always seem to concede one goal. Um, so like a two one, two nothing France victory in this one. So I like France to win and under three and a half at minus one twenty five, um, you know, and like we talked about. France missing a lot of players, um, some key players, 
and the news of Benzema definitely hurts. I kind of, I, I kind of wasn't expecting much from him, um, honestly, coming into this World Cup, just because he hasn't played in so long for Real Madrid. Yeah. He's, been he's been dealing injured, with right? this injury. Yeah, he's yeah. been dealing with this injury for a while. Um, I had read some articles that you know he, um, it was still bothering him. You know, he really wasn't a hundred percent. So I wasn't really basing a lot of my France futures and picks and things like that on relying on Benzema. I was really relying on Mbappe and the rest of the team. Uh, but I think Giroud will be fine coming in. I, I think he's been in top form for Milan. Um, he's looked great. Um, I, can't, I can't remember how many goals he has this season, but he's got, I feel like every time he's on the pitch, even when he comes out as a sub late, um, he still finds a net. He's got five goals, three assists, and thirteen matches for Milan. But he's but he's been he's just been he's been around the net in the box all all every game I watch. Um yeah. it's hard Syria, to score so. in freaking Syria too. I feel like I feel like Syria's like one nothing. And now he's yeah, and now he, and now he's on the France national team with a ton of talent, a lot more talent than he's got at Milan. Uh-huh. Um, who are going to be able to get him the ball? You know, he's should have more space. Um, you know, with everyone kind of focusing on Mbappe. So, yeah, I like um, I like France in this one, obviously, and I like it to kind of be a lower scoring match. Yeah, I like that. I think too. You know, like we were saying on the predictions pod, um, all of these games are basically. Over two, under two. You can find some. The France-Australia one, though, is only one thus far outside of Argentina and Saudi Arabia. So it's Argentina and Saudi Arabia and France-Australia that are split two and a half to three. I think if you can find some under threes, even in those games, you know, uh, there's a lot of pressure on these teams to perform. But I don't think that means that we see blowouts. Right. Yeah, I'd be surprised to see a true blowout in the world cup. Um, I'm sure it doesn't happen often. The way I see it happening is if there is a blowout is, um, you know, let's say match day three for one of these teams, Argentina need a result to win the group. But for instance, obviously they're playing Saudi Arabia now, but if they're playing Saudi Arabia match day three, Saudi Arabia, know they're out Argentina, just take it to them in order to win the group. Yeah. I mean, or Argentina, Brazil just kind of come out and, Final you know, growth. They just exert their dominance well, on another, teams and be like, you know, we're the better team. This is our World Cup. We're just gonna, you know, score six goals on match day one and you know and cruise. Sit, yeah, and cruise yeah. and sit at the top of the group. That's what I was gonna say, is I think teams will want to do that. I mean, ideally, you know, if you're any country in the World Cup and you're like, if I score seven goals, I'm gonna put it on these teams because at the end of the day, you know, like goal differential is a big thing. Um, so the more goals, the better. And, uh, curious, Nick, are you going to be doing any live betting while you're watching um, these games? Yeah, probably. I'll probably yeah. look for some live lines. Do they do live um, lines on prize picks? They are no, but they are starting to do like, first, they just have first half lines up now and they, I think they're going to start doing second half lines. So well, you know where we can find some good live bets. Win bet. Duh. Duh. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 
obviously if there's, you know, if there's an edge and the game is going a certain way, you know, and a live bet pops up, of course I'll take it. Um, yeah. And give it out. You can follow us on Twitter. We, you know, to find our live bet plays, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I really want to focus. I actually just sent out a tweet before this podcast to kind of, um, you know, bet responsibly for this world cup and just enjoy it. Like, you know, I don't want people to kind of as much as, um, as excited I, as I am and everyone else for this world cup, you know, like I don't want to be <laughs> chasing, I don't want to be down. I don't want to be, you know, and then not be able to enjoy the fucking games here. You know, I want to be able to enjoy watching the games, watching these world class players, you know, maybe the last time we see Messi and Ronaldo in a world cup, you know, like I want to be able to enjoy that. So yeah. to me, it's going to be, you know, bankroll management for this, for sure. Um, try and, you know, keep it light to begin, but we're going to find some, we're going to find some leans. We're going to find some, some value plays as this world cup goes on. Um, you know, we gave out our futures. We gave out a ton of stuff for everyone to bet on. Um, there's a lot out there. So like I said, just manage that bankroll, you know, use that unit, unit size. Um, you know, if you want to get a little action on everything, but enjoy the fucking world cup. I mean, watch yeah. the games, enjoy this beautiful game. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm so excited. I know we're doing this podcast Sunday morning so we can, the, both you and I can watch the, the match. Well, that does it for our second podcast uh, covering match day three. Uh, super excited to continue this. Uh, we'll have tons of podcasts. Excited to see what happens in game one. And also uh, game game two, game three, game four. USA plays uh, this week. We actually have two games for the U.S. this week. We have them playing Wales on Monday, November 21st. And then Friday, uh, the day after Thanksgiving, against England on a Black Friday showdown. All right, Nick. Well, as usual, my name is Ty Roder at TRODS1019. Nick is at Bidding the Pitch on Twitter. Our main station Twitter is at MLS SGPN, where you can find all of our picks, odds. Um, you know, Nick and I are, are retweeting a ton of stuff. Uh, we're going to be popping off Twitter, uh, maybe get Elon engaged with us. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> Nick has tons of, of live bets, also some really cool content he puts out on his Twitter. Uh, I kind of manage the, the rest of it, and uh, we'll be liking, throwing out some crazy stuff for you guys. Uh, as usual, Nick, if you wouldn't mind saying bye to the listeners and followers. Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye, followers. Adios. Later.